Yeah, I can see that. I mean, mine, if mine isn't plugged in, it, it dies, but, and I think it's just because the one time I've done it, we were driving up to Akron when I was running that, and, you know, on the highway, running a YouTube video and playing the game, Clarko did not last. I need to check and see. Yep, I'm almost done. I was, <coughs> I was at my... Excuse me, my, sorry. My uh, new plant today. Yeah. So I did not get to do anything until I got home. I was, uh, I've been watching House as a series I've never watched. Really? And I decided, uh, well, I, I was listening to, uh, it was a documentary on Sherlock, and they compared House to Sherlock. Oh, and basically how, how much that character basically is Sherlock, you know, very knowledgeable, you know, everything, and, uh, doesn't really care about people, how they react to his knowledge around him. And I'm like, okay, I can see it. Well, I start watching it, and I'm like, I'm no doctor, so some of this is just going over my head. But I think I could probably work in that hospital. All I have to keep saying is, you sure it's not a tumor? And it's not lupus. And it's not lupus, and I'm pretty sure it's a tumor or a tick. It's a rare tumor. (laughs) And there was the one time it actually was lupus. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm kind of getting burnt out on the medical mystery, and I'm only in season two. No, I think I think it just started season three. Because season one was really short, and like a pilot season. But I was playing that at work today, listening to because that's one I really don't have to watch it. Because a lot of times they're like, go do this, and then it's like fast forward, it's over, and here's the results. Right. So it's you know, kind of like a podcast. I can just listen to it. But it breaks up breaks up the day. I watched uh uh, I think Friday it came out the uh, New Mutants on Disney Plus. Okay, the one with uh, I can never remember her name. The girl from Queen's Gambit uh, played Magic. Uh, yeah. Anna. Yeah. Anna. No. Something Joy. Yeah. Mara. Mara would know because she. I don't. She gets. She has like. Lady Anna Taylor Joy. I don't. It's weird. There you go. Yeah, she plays Colossus's sister. Yep. But uh, I didn't think it was too bad. I heard nothing but bad things about it. I thought but it was I good. watched it. I, I I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I can see. I didn't really understand Karma's power working like that. But yeah, I guess why not? I kind of dug it. I enjoyed uh, it a lot. Yeah, that was my was, recollection as well. That the, you and I had watched it previously, yep. and we both enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought uh, I was kind of disappointed with Cannonball's character because I always liked him in the comic. He was a little more 
he definitely had the big brother feel to him in this. Uh, but his power was just out of control and he kept hurting himself, which didn't make sense from the comic. Cause when he blasts, he's pretty much invulnerable. I did like the special effects though. All that stuff looked really cool. I I had I mean there were there were some like don't get me wrong there were some issues with it but nothing that I was like this is terrible yeah I would like a little more explanation on the people with the masks yeah and obviously this is Essex Corporation this is tying into Logan and everything because that's the same company yes so there was some continuity there. It wasn't just left field, but it was Fox continuity. Yes. So you have that. But no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate it, and there were definitely things that uh, I thought were quite fun. Yeah, I thought magic was everything I would have expected a live action magic to be, uh, except for her attitude she was definitely a bitch you never thought she was a bitch in the comics um i didn't read a lot of new mutants but the ones i saw she was always like withdrawn and kind of emo yes and when she when she wasn't withdrawn she was not a nice person okay okay and i would have liked to seen her demon form like uh, really power up? Yeah, I think. I I think if they would have taken. I mean, she that, had the sword, so it had to be there somewhere. I and think I, it. The goal was that if they were able to make a new mutants two, that would have been a. Would probably been the driving force of that story. Yeah, get it? Like, oh hey, I have this power, and now I really know how to use it. Well, that, and there's no reason for them to walk to the next town. She should be able to teleport them miles at a time. Should. At least. You know, compared to imprint uh, magic. But, I mean, you know, if if we go by that kind of logic in, in movies, we start getting into the area where Neo would never need to hand-to-hand fight a single agent in the Matrix. True. So I did like the idea or the the mythology that they created where basically her going to a same place every time created limbo. Yes. That was really cool. Yes. I thought that was a fantastic kind of, it's not a dimension. It's basically, she created a pocket place that other people found and decided this is safe for us to stay here. Yeah. I, I really like that. And the one where she uh, opened the the portal and he's like, you can't fight them. They're magic. And she turns around and that hellscape portals behind him. She goes, so am I. Yeah. I really wanted to just like follow her in there. I wanted to see what was over there. Yep. Budgets. Uh, yeah. Very much, and I, I, and I can appreciate that with what they were going for. 
Yeah. So you talking about this uh, has made me realize that there are like three different things that I, I want to touch on. Uh, one, uh, because you were talking about Limbo, Hellscapes, and all that fun shit. Did you guys see they cast Mep Mephistopheles in the MCU? Shasta Barrett Cohen. Mephisto. Who did I say? Mephistopheles. Isn't that the cat? It might be. I don't. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I don't know why I made it more complicated than it needed to be. I just assumed it was an obscure comic book character. Yes, and I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Mephisto. Uh, yeah, I, I knew who you were referencing. I didn't realize that was a different name. I'm sorry. I, neither did I when I said it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Seen, I don't know what to think of it so far. I've seen him do. I mean, you can literally work. play any anybody. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it it could be just his voice. And I mean, he, and he has. Range, I mean, he has range in the voice. Like I, I have, I have been a fan of his since his the Ali G show days. Uh, and I, I, I have seen the range of shit that he has done since then. Like everybody just assumes that he's like that guy or the Borat dude uh, but he can do serious roles and he's got legitimate acting chops I did I watched one where he was a spy yes uh, uh, Grimsby Brothers or Brothers that it? or Brothers Grimsby uh, it's, Maybe. Got, it's Maybe. him and Mark Strong uh, yeah it was really good uh, it was I, way I, better than I expected it to be yeah I mean no I I He's got the, I mean, if for, I mean, acting skill aside, he's a stat, he's established, he's a name. They're gonna, you know, give it a try. But he's got the look for a Mephisto that I want. Tall, lanky, kind of an odd shaped chin. I mean, not a lot of makeups needed here. We can just give him horns and some crazy hair and put him in a loincloth. Done. He's obviously okay with wearing minimal clothing. So. And immersing himself in a bizarre character. Yeah. And the Borat scene where he's wearing the slingshot G-string. Yeah. I, you know, so, so Mephisto is, just wears pretty much a ratty red, you know, tarp. Is this where I have to admit that I've never actually watched Borat? Never. Neither have I, but I've seen Not it. Seen the promo for it or anything? Yeah, I've seen I mean, images. I've seen, I've seen like two previews for Borat ever. Uh, it never looked like something that I would want to watch, so I just never paid attention to it. It's, okay. I mean, it's, uh, it's kind it's of... It's enjoyable. It's, it's, uh, it's that sort of absurdist humor, because it, it, it okay. is truly just ridiculous. I really liked The Dictator. I thought that was fun. Yes. I could watch that. Yes, I enjoyed The Dictator. I thought that was a good, good flick. Just the end where, you know, he brings democracy and then the tank rolls in so they vote the right way. I, just, I thought that was funny. Little little uh, vision of the future for us. So that, that was the one thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, and then the other thing, uh, because we're talking, we're doing the usual talking about shit we watched. Oh, man. I watched a movie... And it was it was exactly that. It was a movie. Uh, 
I stuck with it till the end because that's how I am. Um, Man, there was those a, pictures were in motion. They were. They were in motion. They were lit. This movie had characters and they were acting. Was it lit like the kids say, or lit like? No, no. It was. Lighting? It was lit. There like, was lighting. It was. Okay. It was lit like you could see what was going on on screen. It wasn't a Game of Thrones episode. You could see. You could Honestly, actually, that's. That's could, half the battle these days. Yeah, you could see what the people on screen were doing uh, pretty much throughout the entire film. And I don't, for better or worse, you could see what was going on. Uh, and the movie I am talking about in such glowing terms is uh, Halloween Ends. Oh, yeah, I watched that too. Uh, and I, I mean, I think you will agree with me. That was a movie. It was, it was a movie that came out this year. Yes. Uh, no, it came out last week. I mean, yes, we, we can get that. that. We can get even more specific. It does, it, and it does feature Jamie Lee Curtis in the starring role, uh, and it's got Will Patton in a supporting role. And I liked his character, and I liked yeah. the I liked the relationship thing that they had going on throughout the yep. movie. Um, and that's really about where that ends, uh, because yep. holy fuck, that movie was a mess. Oh. I mean, they That's could a, have stopped two movies ago. Un understand, Chad. I don't normally give that kind of a review for, like, I don't normally, like, badmouth stuff that I watch because it, content is content. Everybody everybody likes what everybody likes, but, oh, my God, this movie was an absolute challenge to make it through. Um, So Athena and I watched it, and when they're in the sewer and there's the reveal... Uh, Athena was like, this is fucking stupid. You can spoil whatever you want. I have no intention of watching it. No, which, I, I... Which reveal? The the first reveal in the sewer. Again, which reveal? When we first see Michael in the sewer? Yes. When we first see Michael in the sewer... I did not understand... I didn't understand why he was in that tiny space. That did not make any sense to me. At all. Like, there was no reason for that. Because uh, it's like, I was fully expecting, I knew he was going to show up. Like, I, I'm like, right. he's obviously going to show up now because they've they've set the stage. They've made it clear he's in this section of sewer for no apparent reason for four fucking years. Uh, right. He's going to show up. Right. And... Obviously, I made the incorrect assumption that he was going to show up behind dude. Right. And not that dude was going to like essentially best friend just, him. Essentially just walk into his walk into his throat grab and then they were going to have a weird meat cute. Yeah, that was like that was weird, right? Okay. So I think there's subtext that was supposed to be there that they just did not properly enlighten us to. Cause yeah? I, I, I've, okay. This is a stretch. Maybe. I don't know. Cause I don't know what the fuck the filmmakers were doing. Um, I, I don't. Uh, but when there was that weird, like they're staring deep into each other's eyes and they start doing that sort of like, semi flashback to shit that happened yeah. earlier in this movie. Yes. Like half an hour ago. Um, yep. 
which was fucking bizarre. That was bizarre on a different wavelength. Just that. Uh, it was so weird. But the like, I think that what they were going for there, and again, I don't know, is that they were trying to drive home that the darkness existed in the boy as well. Okay. I and mean... I, I think they were trying to drive home like that they were kindred spirits. Sure. I, mean, I it, guess. The movie continued to build off that idea, so that's the only thing I can that's that's the only thing I can think that happened in that moment. Because otherwise it's just a really weird kind of homoerotic scene. Kind of? I mean, it's one dude choking another dude, and both of them kind of seem into it. Again, I say, kind of? Okay, so maybe it was fully homoerotic. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. And then, and then there was that weird, like, did you think it was weird when they ended up at the, at the, um, oh, the, uh, the asshole boss's house when he was about to, uh, fuck the other, the doctor's house when he was there with the nurse. And then it's like, oh, Michael's there. Right. Why? Right. Like that didn't make any. It didn't make any sense at all. At no point in time previously had they communicated that that was even a plan. So it's just like, how serendipitous that Michael just happened to show up at the house where you're about to murder people, and you guys can like tag team them and stuff. And that's, I don't know. That was weird. It Uh, it like the this the murder scene. Kind of felt like, uh, here, boy, let me show you how to do this. Yeah, it did feel kind of like, like the T Rex and baby T Rex on the ship in Lost World. I like let me cripple him and you go ahead and kill him. No, no, no. So it guy was more is like, stuck it was more behind... like an instructional video. It was weird. Yeah, guy is stuck behind a locked glass door. And then Michael just comes out of a closet or a bathroom or some other room off screen and just, he, he like power walks across the room. Well, I think the days of slow moving killer who can't be killed are over, right? I mean, I I guess is this, is this premise played? Is it? Yes. I've never, are they going to continue it. to use it? Yes. Does it make sense? No. Well, the one with Paul Rudd tried to make sense of it, right? Oh my God, that was my comparison point for terrible, uh, for terrible Halloweens. Right. Paul Rudd was in a Halloween. Movie. He was in Halloween's. Uh, okay, they had to change the title, but it was originally Halloween Six Six Six. The uh, and then they changed it to Halloween. Uh, Six, The Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. So it features Paul Rudd, and uh, they introduce a Celtic mythology in which uh, there's now this Celtic rune on Michael Myers, and that Celtic rune is symbolic of uh, it was either a dark god or demon or some kind of Low evil. Or some yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Some kind of evil entity. And uh, it it existed within him because uh, he was the vessel this time. 
this time. Yeah. Like it, the it was, guy who it has was, died in multiple movies. Yes. Well, no, it was they were trying to explain that, like, that's why he kept coming back is because this darkness existed within him this time. And he was the chosen vessel this time around. Uh-huh. Uh, and that movie culminates in just the like the weirdest end sequence of uh isn't he after a little boy or something he was he was after a little boy and paul Rudd, because he wanted to be reincarnated or something yes right? uh he was looking for the next iteration of that vessel uh and so uh that movie culminates in paul rudd's character he in this one is playing the boy from the very first halloween grown up Wow. The one across the street. Yes. Now, uh, so his thing uh, culminates in uh, drugging, like just doping the absolute shit out of Michael Myers uh, with like horse tranquilizers or some shit. And just a, a ton of hypodermics shoved into him and he's injected with a bunch of shit. And then, Which every hospital has just laying around. Right. And then Paul Rudd is wearing like these steel coat, steel toed shit kickers, and he just gives an absolute uh, like, uh, like British hate crime movie stomping to Michael Myers, and then walks off. Why? Which doesn't kill him, of course. Yeah, I, I, I gathered. Oh man. So what basically what I'm hearing is Halloween is just a bad franchise. I I will still watch every one of them. And there are still like, some of them like I will absolutely watch like if the first one it is on, I will yeah. absolutely make an effort to watch that one because the first one was fucking brilliant. Yes, I I know a lot of people really enjoy the first one. I thought the second one was also good. Okay. Uh I refuse to acknowledge that, like, if if you had... Which one was the season of The Witch? The third one. Now, if you okay. ignore that that is a Halloween movie, that's an okay movie. But then it's like, they slap Halloween on it, and that doesn't make any fucking sense, because there is literally nothing that ties that to anything else in the franchise. Is Michael Myers in it? No. It is about a corporation that is selling Halloween costumes that, like, blow up or killing people. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, and it makes—it doesn't fit in the franchise. There is no Michael Myers. There's no Laurie. Like, none of anything that you have come to know about the Halloween franchise is in the third one. Okay. Sure. Uh, the fourth one is, has Malcolm McDowell. Uh, which makes it delightful. Oh, which makes it delightful. Uh, he, he plays the doctor uh, who was uh, Michael's doctor when he was in the uh, prison psychiatric place. Uh, right. Uh, and then it's like the fifth and the sixth one. The fifth one, I could not tell you anything about it. Is that it is that memorable? Uh, and then okay. the sixth one is the one with Paul Rudd. Uh, okay. and then, then we move into the range where they stop properly numbering things. We've got, uh, Halloween H2O, which Isn't was that Rob Zombie. No, we've not hit okay. Rob Zombie yet. We're still in the nineties. Okay. Oh Jesus. Okay. Uh, Halloween H2O featured a return of Jamie Lee Curtis in the role of Laurie Strode, but 
and this is where things get weird. So that the Halloween H2O line is, it, there's like two movies that they consider to be part of that particular timeline. Because if you trace it all out, and the Wikipedia article does a much better job of this, there's this weird Halloween multiverse. Oh, where, okay. Because some of the movies ignore the continuity in other movies, so they can only realistically exist in their own separate sort of continuity timeline. So it's like, like the the most recent three are considered to be direct sequels to the very first one, ignoring everything that came after. Um. Even though you have Jamie Lee Curtis in the second one, and then again in H two O. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, but yeah. So it's yeah. They get all over the place. There was the one with Busta Rhymes. Oh God. R.I.P. Busta. Uh, I mean, like, like he died. This is a series uh, that's just been all over the fucking place. Did Busta Rhymes die? Cooler yes. Died. Pretty sure Busta died. Okay. I could be wrong. I could have swore I saw that Busta was dead too. So, anyways, oh. back to the scathing review of Halloween Ends. Yes. Now, if you had extracted all of the weird sort of serial killer coming of age bullshit and made that its own movie, it probably could have worked. Well, does it effectively end the franchise? Because then it no. lives up to the title at least. No. No, it, it, killed, it killed it. It ruined it. No one wants to watch this anymore. For, but from what Mr. Bookman is telling me, this is not the first time that they have made just a batshit fucking terrible movie. Well, maybe that's why it went straight to streaming. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the Rob Zombie movies. Because have you seen those? I saw the first one. Okay. Don't watch the second one. Okay. Let the first one be the thing that makes you happy about what Rob Zombie did. Because the first one that Rob Zombie did was okay. The okay. second one turns into this weird failed abortion at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, like the second Total one. Abortion? Because I feel like that's a question. The second one culminates in uh, the the girl they have playing Lori putting on Michael Myers' mask after he's killed. Okay. Now I will say, e even though I'm with you that I did not like the new Halloween movie. I thought there were some really cool things that happened in the movie. I thought almost everything Jamie Lee Curtis's character did was fantastic. Her, I thought her talents were absolutely wasted in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the character design for Michael Myers. I think they they did a great job of making this is it a like aging is that the best way to put it like they aged the mask like the mask really felt like it had been it the mask had seen some shit well i, I mean that was all the damage that it had sustained in the previous two right 
So I, I appreciated that as well, that they didn't just give him a fresh mask and they left right. all the burns there from the end of the first one. Yes. I thought that was really great. Uh, I thought some of the the set design was really interesting. I really liked the radio station, as silly as that sounds. No, I dug that as well. I thought that was an interesting sort of interplay and, and kind of character. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care necessarily so much for the DJ when we got to see him on screen, but I liked yeah. him as a yes. hidden kind of antagonist. Yes. That sort of off-screen shit-talking antagonist. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I really loved the. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, this is not an insult to Jamie Lee Curtis, but I mean, she's she's not, she's not a, a young lady anymore. I mean, she's no, she's not. Uh, I, she's I, I, I appreciated the the realism to the fight when she and Michael finally faced off. Oh God, yes. Yes, and I I loved that some of what they did in those fight in that fight were callbacks to uh, their previous encounters. Okay, I couldn't tell you about any of that. But... The knitting needle. When she. Oh, okay. Yeah, like... they referenced that earlier. Yeah. In the in the movie. Yeah. Yes, they do. They do reference that earlier in the movie, but that that's absolutely a callback to the very first one when they were, like, in their very first fight. She stabs him in the neck with a knitting needle. Okay. So I I loved that that was a call. Like I I got a little squee happy when that when they were engaged in that and she's like reaching up behind her to stab him with the knitting needle. Okay. You see that? I was like, yeah, callback and a cool one too. Yes. So I like I I like there were there were plenty of things that I did enjoy in this movie, but as a movie, it just didn't work. No, God, no. Uh, did they have the same script writer all the way through? Yes. Okay, because it did not feel like it. Yeah, uh, it was Danny McBride and somebody else. Wait, like Danny McBride? Eastbound and down. Thing? Eastbound and down, okay. Yeah, like Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny. You've seen him in a dozen things. You, uh, yeah. He, yeah. Like, he, he does, like, just funny shit. Is, right. what he, is what he's like funny weird shit's what he's known this for. is the end yeah. seth rogan yes. movies yes okay uh yeah so it, it, like i guess uh but it, it was like it's just a it was a weird but like there were just tonal incongruities and like nicole didn't watch the whole thing she woke up at one point and it's the point at which, and like we've spoiled a shitload of this, I'm going to put another disclaimer in the show notes. Oh, um, no. So we, uh, like, there was that point where it, it was after the boy had taken the mask. Yes. And uh, it was, it was uh, right after his whole "if I can't have her, no one will" moment yeah. on the on the floor in the house. Yeah. And Nicole's watching and she's like, wait, she's like, isn't he too young to be Michael Myers? What's going on? And and then she stayed awake for the rest of the movie. And she's like, I don't understand anything I'm seeing. And I was like, wouldn't have helped if you'd been awake for the first hour. Right. 
Yeah. Because, like, I got, I got where the kid took the mask and put the mask on. I did not understand where he got a properly aged blue jumpsuit. Right. Did the the scene at his family's business where the when when the kids chase him there did that just feel wholly unsatisfying to you uh i don't know so i here's why i don't know uh because i don't know if they wanted us to feel an incredible amount of like yeah because he finally got the bullies because if that's what i was supposed to feel i didn't uh right because they didn't properly like He'd had one previous interaction, really, with the bullies. Uh, right. And they were fucking band bullies, which was weird. It wasn't like right. they were jocks. So I, right. I was like, I don't understand what's going on now. I mean, it was cool that it wasn't jocks for a change. It was just like a, a weird shift. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a drummer. Okay, cool. And then I don't know what that girl does, but whatever. <clears throat> Uh, so I don't know if I was supposed to feel like, yeah, vindicated that the, that he got these bullies that were mean to him once or or if it was supposed to just be horrific because the, these people had been mean to him kind of exactly one time. And his response was to key the absolute dog shit of their, out of their car, lure them to someplace and then horrifically murder them all. Right. Well, I guess, no, they were technically mean to him twice. Oh, that's right, because they threw him off the bridge. Right. I mean, I, in that, I, okay, so I guess the bridge thing. I, again, though, like, I still don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that final thing at the at the junkyard. Because even, right. even with the bridge thing, it's like, okay, I guess. It just, it's... I mean, the one girl w that he ran over was actively trying to stop her friends yeah. from being terrible to him. And, and she was trying to, she had tried to do that every time. Right. And he just fucking murdered her anyways. And it's not like he didn't know that she was doing it. It just, ah, I don't know. I, you were frustrated. You are as frustrated with this movie as I am. I could, I could, yes. I could tell. Okay. <laughs> because I, I, I think I'm frustrated because there was enough stuff that I kept watching it because I don't have the same uh, desire or need or however you want to phrase it to stick with something if I'm like, no, this is trash. Right. I have, yeah. I have no problem shutting it off. Yeah, that, and that I, I recognize that's totally a me thing. Like everybody else can leave the room and it's like, nope, I'm committed. Unless, right. it, unless it's Prince of Persia, I still can't make it through the opening credits on that one. <laughs> okay. Odd, specific. I, I, yeah, I don't know why. I, I just a I, white guy playing an Arab. I mean, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, and he can act. I just cannot make it through the opening. Like, I can't make it through the opening credits. I don't make it to a single frame of people actually doing something in the movie, and I have tried to watch it multiple times. Okay. I uh yeah, I just they they would give me enough 
I'd be like, this is so fucking dumb. Why am I watching this? And then they would do something that was like legitimately interesting. And I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe it's starting to come together. And then it all start, start to fall apart again. And I was like, no, nope, clearly not. Okay. Yeah. That, and, that, that is exactly where I was. Uh, I, I wouldn't, like, I would call the things that kept roping me back in fan servicey. And see, I can't call them fan servicey because I've literally maybe watched four Halloween, not even four, probably two Halloween movies in one sitting from beginning to end. Right. And like, it, it's a franchise I can watch. And like, typically, I like, as far as franchises go, I like this one because it's kind of unpretentious and you and it's rather simplistic. You've got dude who just kind of keeps going. Yep. And that's it. And he doesn't he he's not running his mouth like Freddy Krueger. And uh, aside from a couple of them, they haven't really established any sort of a huge supernatural element to him. So he's really just a man. So it's not like Friday the 13th or right. uh and and it's and and it's also not like the hellraiser franchise uh and and it's it's Ooh. almost a, a it's almost grounded uh in reality in that way and that it's uh, they've always tried to tried to stick to no it's just some kid and there's something wrong with it sure Okay, so I watched something that uh, was also a movie that oh. came out in recent memory, but not this year. Okay. Uh, it's on Peacock called Clown. Okay. Uh, do you say that okay like that because you know the movie? I'm not much of an Eli Roth. <laughs> I... I... I appreciate Eli Roth as an actor and not so much as a filmmaker. Oh, is that an Eli Roth? I believe yeah. it is. You're going to have to check this out then. Okay. I, I was unaware. Uh, so that movie is... Uh, clown. Here we are. It is... Written by Christopher Ford and John Watts, directed by John Watts. Uh, produced by okay, it was produced by Eli Roth. Okay, I knew he was connected um, to it, and okay. he was in it. Is he in it? He is Frowny. Frowny, the clown. No, we're not thinking of the same movie. Brownie the Clown is not in this movie. So you did not watch Clown, the 2016 horror film? No, I watched Clown, the 2014 horror film. A loving father finds a clown suit for his son, son's birthday party only to realize it's cursed. I think that's the same movie. That is the same movie. Yeah. There is no Frownie <laughs> in this movie. There is Dumbo, 
I mean, unless that's what they call the name of the clown in the flashback? I believe so. That's weird. I didn't realize that they named him. Sure. Um, I... Okay, so this movie is seven levels of batshit. <laughs> but there is some, like, really cool, like, mythos. Uh, it also has one of my, my favorite character actors in it, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll watch this. Um, so, basically, oh, okay, the yeah, clown... I would, I would totally watch it because of him as well. Yeah, yeah. So the clown is is actually uh, a demon called Cloin, and every year it would come out and uh, murder adults and uh, eat children. One child for every month of the winter. You know what clowns do. Yeah. Um, so, like like the synopsis says. Uh, so wait, kid, the groundhog sees its shadow. Does he have to eat one more kid? Yes. <laughs> Glad they accounted for that. Wouldn't have it any other way. So, uh, kid is super obsessed with clowns. Wants a clown at his birthday. Uh, they hire a clown. Clown does not show for the birthday. Dad is a realtor who is getting a house set up and finds a clown costume in the house. Super convenient. Um, puts on the clown costume, goes and does all the things for the birthday party, uh, falls asleep wearing the clown costume, and in the morning, unable to remove said costume. Uh, and then you get the lore on, on the coin being a demon, and you find out that the costume is actually made from the skin of this demon, and, uh... There's only two ways to uh, save or, or to stop it, and one of them involves beheading. Um, and it just gets really weird. And then there's a lot of on-camera slash off-camera child death. So Star Wars. <laughs> um, nope, more on-camera than Star Wars. Uh, but wow, it is weird. And there are a couple of like truly batshit scenes. Uh, knowing that it's an Eli Roth produced film makes sense. Uh, it does have that because Eli Roth did Hostel, right? I'm remembering that correct. You are remembering that correctly. Sorry, uh, Nicole's got questions about a book. Ah. Uh, it is, it, it has, there's a couple of scenes that have that hostile vibe. Uh, zero out of 10, do not recommend wasting your time on that movie. Yeah. Kind of wish um, I would have taken my own advice and, and stopped watching it, but it just got to a point where I was hate watching it. Super bad. Well, 
okay. I, I I feel bad because I'm a I'm a big fan of spooky season. I love Halloween. I normally can enjoy the really terrible horror movies. Clown and Halloween Ends were. Mm. They were bad in way different ways than the have bad. You, have you outgrown it? No, I still enjoy really terrible movies. No, I mean... I think to get the full effect, I guess, um, you kind of have to suspend some... Uh, you know, put forth some disbelief in, you know, things you, you know, realize are not true. I think part of the problem is, you know, if you watch, you know, look at the classics, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, like, the suspension of disbelief is big. And there's really very few plot points in those movies that are within reality. You don't bounce from things that you need to suspend disbelief for and things that you don't have to suspend disbelief. And I think that's the problem. Clown tries really hard to have both a dramatic, poignant, character-driven story while also being a supernatural uh, monster flick. And they don't toe that line well. Um, yeah. What was it called? Uh, Independence Disaster was a <laughs> was a sci-fi you get alerts for these things but it's just like the fact that these are things that you're getting huh that you tracked down this movie out of what obscure fucking streaming service it was on it's on so some of the one of my go-to's if i want to watch a really terrible movie i go to freebie and i've been doing this okay. since before Amazon rebranded IMDb TV as Freebie. So you go to Freebie and you just like look shit up or like pick a genre and there's just all these flicks on there. And I watched Independence Disaster and it was absurd in a in a sci-fi channel movie kind of way. And it knew that it was absurd in a sci-fi channel kind of way and didn't try and not be. And I'm okay with that. Like, do you, you don't have to try and be something that you're not. You know, if, if you know that you're making a movie and the the script is kind of sketchy and your budget's kind of shitty like if you're making a sci-fi movie your only option really is to lean into the cheese 
You know, that's, I mean, if we're being honest, that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy the original Sharknado movie. It. But I was going to say, like, you've got to do like a full Sharknado on it. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're going to, if, if those are your constraints, lean into it like Sharknado did and you're good. You're fine. You, you will have a, a successful movie on your hands because people are going to watch it. They're going to be able to recognize, okay, well, this movie is self-aware. Let's, let's go with it. Don't try and be a pretentious big budget movie if you can't be. You know, don't shoot for Debbie Does Dallas and then, you know, give the crowd. Um, Ernest, does, Ernest does porn. <laughs> yeah. Molly does Mansfield. You know, like that's nobody. Nobody wants that. I think I think you mean Molly and Mansfield. I, I think, Ray, you mean Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> and also Mansfield does Molly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So which are on both of those still works. Which you can yeah. film on a go cam just driving through town. No, no, it's not that bad. You you have to know where to go. Yeah, it's 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 like GI Joe taught us back in the eighties. Knowing is half the battle. That's right. They also taught us pork chop sandwiches. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, there is that. <laughs> what you're probably yelling. If you know where to go. That's right. That is one million percent right. Oddly, uh yeah, you're you're gonna be generally kind of close to where you wanna be if you can get a good pork chop sandwich. Yep. <laughs> yep. Getting your hits uh, from the back of the food truck. Uh it's more about the specific type of food being a pork chop sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, it still cracks me up that that part of town, like, just so clearly butts right up against the country club. I love that. <laughs> Redneck Street, it's... Redneck Street Country Club. Yeah. <laughs> Highway. Uh, urban neighborhood. Yes. yes. It's just the country club does not fit there. And at all. And has not fit there for probably 50, no, 75 years. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of depressing. Uh, okay, cool. I think it's time. Hey, everybody, welcome to Two Fools Rushing In. I'm Jeff Bookman. I'm a corporate guy. I don't like scary movies. But I'm here, too. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? You don't like scary movies? No, I like stuff. I mean, I don't care if it's suspenseful or Halloween-y or what. Uh, as long as it has some kind of explanation. Probably the reason why I didn't mind that uh, Paul Rudd Halloween, because it tried to explain why the guy kept getting up. I can't suspend that belief. 
Okay. For those movies, it just is. It's at some point, it's like, okay, yeah, he kills another one. Okay, yeah, he kills another. One. There's some okay. jump scares and whatever. It's just they're not entertaining to me. It okay. isn't that I don't like them. It's just I don't find them entertaining at all. Okay, so I have a question for you then. Do you enjoy Alien? Um, I've watched Alien. Uh, it's old enough that. Uh, I've seen it. I don't need to watch it again. Okay. Do did you or have you have you seen? And if you have, did you enjoy Event Horizon? I've seen it. Uh, I think at the time I watched it, I didn't quite understand what was going on. I knew okay. they went to hell or something, but okay. Yeah, it was just a lot. Okay, you're not wrong. It's just a lot all at once. It is. It is. And if you watch the uh, uncut director's cut, it is an awful lot. Is it cut or not cut? It is. It is not cut. I would assume at that point it's just a full fucking turtleneck. It's. Those scenes on the computer cameras. uh, It's one of those things like you can't unsee it once you've seen it and you kind of wish you could. That is, I, I won't lie, in terms of, I don't even want to say the acting, but in terms of, like, the uh, the special effects that they used for that section, uh, those people deserved fucking Oscars. Because that was some seriously fucked up shit, and it looked legitimately, like, nightmare fuel. Oh, yeah, so, uh, because we didn't give any final thoughts on it. So, yeah, so, uh, if you're, like, super into the Halloween franchise, watch it, I guess. Don't. You've probably already watched it if you're super into the Halloween well, franchise. Well, there is that. And and if, you, if you're like us and uh, you have similar feelings after the fact, uh, we feel your pain. If you're, if you're toying with the idea of, Purchasing a streaming service so you can watch it. Save your money. Yeah, save your money. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's... I mean... Yeah. 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 I thought for a second you were going to try and debate that point. No. I, I'm just... I'm like, I, I was trying... I'm trying to find some redeeming reason to watch that as a movie, and I can't. So, like... I think we would all agree, well, all of us who have seen it, that Werewolf by Night, in and of itself, would be enough to pay for a month of Disney Plus to watch. I would, I would agree with that statement. Yeah, I would, I would watch it. It was good. Okay. Yeah, that was that was fun. So, and, I, and, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no. I, I think a, that's on track. So, go ahead. I think that's one of the the new criteria that we need to look at for direct to, st- direct to streaming content. Is this content good enough that I'm going to pay for a month of the streaming service to watch it? I think, and I, I mean, you know, that's, Werewolf by Night is not a, a feature film length thing. Um, not in a traditional sense. But right. I, I mean, the movies that it was kind of aping, 
from the 30s and 40s were not long movies. No, no, they're not. Uh, they I were, mean, there's. I mean, they were maybe 20 minutes longer than what that ended up being. Right. So, right. yes, it was a little bit shorter, but not by a lot. Right. Given what they were going for. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, but I, I would definitely pay for a month of Disney Plus to watch Werewolf Wayne. Uh, I would have paid a month of Hulu to watch Prey. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would not, and, and keep in mind, uh, Peacock is a cheaper streaming service. I would not buy a month of Peacock to simply watch Clown. It's not happening. <laughs> Uh, it, I'll be honest. If it were free on freebie, I don't know if I would watch it again. Um, pay for us. Pay for Peacock to watch Resident Alien. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Pay for the alien. Stay for the shit clown. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there's some. There's some practical makeup in uh, Resident Alien, and that looks good. Yeah, looks amazing. I mean, their entire budget is just on alien effects, really. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's basically a you know a I mean, sitcom it, drama kind of thing. The rest of the the rest of the time, ninety percent of the alien <clears> effects <throat> is just Alan Tudyk acting like he doesn't know how to be a human. <laughs> Which oh, is no. fucking precious. It's so good. It's so good when he interacts with other aliens who clearly know how to act like humans. Yes. Yes. And how confused they are at just his lack of understanding of how to make a human suit work. Yeah. Oh. Like, doesn't get how a face works. Does not, like, and he moves like he doesn't understand how the limbs work. And even after two seasons, oh. it's still, like, a brand new thing, and I love that they have continued that. Yes. One, one, of, one of my favorite scenes is uh, where the new doctor comes to town, and he challenges him to an arm wrestling match, and he says, I beat my wife. <laughs> he puts his hand up, like, wrestle me, I beat my wife at wrestling. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the, the, and when he's yelling at the kid, uh, the whole, uh, this town doesn't have any towers. He goes, you're stupid. You're, you're a, you know, you're stupid asshole jerk. And he's, he's like yelling insulted. Like he's clearly defeated. Yeah. 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 Just. That and when he says, I peed in your bed, you know, that, that part just kills me. I think that the two primary child actors on Resident Alien are, are probably going to go on to have great acting careers. Yes. I, I have a great deal of respect for the little girl. Yes. Oh, God. She's amazing. I And I love her no sass, no bullshit approach. Alan Tudyk. And just takes absolute, yeah, takes no bullshit. Yeah. Zero. The zero best. fucks given, zero fucks taken. 
Yeah. Um, you guys watched the uh, the Ryan Project, right? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, it was a movie. On, the, it's a movie on Netflix. It's got Ryan Reynolds. Uh, and, Ryan Reynolds, and where he's, he comes he's back about in the, time. The Adam Project. Adam Project. That's it. Sorry. Oh, yes. That kid that played young Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I look forward to seeing him in all kinds of shit as I, you know, as the years go on because he was amazing. He was great. There's a meme of him reciting the entire opening monologue to Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, It's just freaking hilarious. It's like, to understand why I took a cat nap on, uh, 1600 gallons of uh, high test. Well, you need to go back to the steamy slopes of six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, that was part of what got that kid to part. Yeah. He was freaking off and that. And he's very believable as Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I think there's a world where we may see that kid in, in flashbacks in Deadpool three. That'd be oh, that cool. Be hilarious. I, I think I don't know that that's a thing they will do, but that I think there's absolutely a world where that exists as a possibility. Oh, you know that was. I mean, I don't know Ryan Reynolds. We don't know Ryan Reynolds, but no. the image I have in my head, he is definitely bringing that up in the writers' room. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Ryan Reynolds, um, there's been a lot of internet chatter about uh, what's his name. TJ, TJ Miller, uh, w. Miller. Yes, TJ Miller, the bartender. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, he and and Ryan Reynolds don't get along. They they fix that. You you are you are operating off news stories two weeks old, and you need to move to the news stories from within the last week where they have hashed it out and they're cool. I'm still not sure why it became such a thing when I was still under the impression that everyone hated TJ Miller because he was kind of a douche. So I don't think it was necessarily supposed to be a thing unless TJ Miller was just throwing it out there to try and get some uh, headline play, which is entirely likely. Okay. Seems like it because there's really no reasons for anybody to give a fuck about TJ Miller right now. But yes, Chad. I have absolutely been following that. Okay. He has my favorite line in Deadpool 2. The astronaut or the time traveler's wife's husband beat the shit out of me. Yeah. That's, the, I don't I know. Mean, that, just that phrase kills me every time I say he it. He probably, like, TJ Miller probably wouldn't be the issue that he is if he hadn't done that whole weird explosives at the airport thing. Oh, huh? right. I didn't know about this. Yeah, there was a there was a whole thing where he like pretended he had explosives or some shit at the airport, and it, it caused exactly the kind of thing that you would expect it to cause. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that that was part of the problem. Uh, it, like it. it very much like another Miller, who I don't want to upset because I'm fairly certain that they would cut me. Uh, because they also play the fastest man alive. Okay. That that other Miller uh, person. 
You know the one. The groomer. The other one. The, the other Ezra, Ezra Miller. I didn't say it. You said it. They can come what? after you, not me. Bring it. Um, I, then I can claim that Ezra Miller listens to our podcast. That's true. That would be a, that would be a neat claim to fame. Uh, having them listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, they they recently pled not guilty to uh, home burglary. Oh, that's the he played on that show on Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that would explain why I'm like I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Uh, I don't know what show they were on. I know they play the Flash in the DC. Yeah. EU uh, and they've done other stuff but yep I so he's he's known as being the flash in, in DC stuff yes uh, I don't watch DC shit yes they are known as the flash well they have a movie coming out yep. I've already done coloring books for it uh yeah and they've got but they they recently pled not guilty to a home uh a a home robbery from stealing alcohol from a neighbor's house uh and then like last year there was a whole thing with a some incident in hawaii and then like two years ago there was that whole thing where they were choking out of somebody in like sweden i think or the Netherlands, you do. somewhere in Europe. Wow! Uh, just like sound... just a history of kind of questionable, semi-problematic behavior. This person best. sounds like a horrible human being. Now they he they have also totally bought into his own celebrity. They have also like since August been actively working to get mental health treatment. Okay, uh, which is probably. A thing that they need for the best um yeah i i love their portrayal of the flash like i right like the their 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 portrayal of the flash in the justice league movie was delightful uh and fun uh and their portrayal of the flash when they cameoed on uh the tv show when they were doing a massive crossover thing uh, uh-huh. and he actually, uh, like that, that, that actor cameoed in flash gear on the TV show, which was cool and entirely unexpected in their crisis on infinite earths, uh, crossover event, which was, okay. uh, which was kind of fun. Sure. Cause he showed up and it was the two flashes face to face, which was just a neat thing to see from the different timelines. Okay. Especially since, especially recently, with all the trouble Ezra's in, yeah, there, there, there's a, I mean, there's a real question. Like that kid was so popular, that show was so popular. What is wrong with graduating them up to movies? It's it's got a built-in audience. Why change it up? I don't know. I don't get it. It's like, why did they change Jake from Straight Fun? It still annoys me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think Grandpa just had a stroke. Like, Jake from State Farm has always been Jake from State Farm. Mm-hmm. 
The black guy or the yeah. short white pudgy guy? No, the, guy. the short the short white pudgy guy was Jake from Saints Art. Dude, and I, then, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The first commercial featured this nobody actor who goes Jake from State Farm. You know, at the end of that commercial, where like you know the wife's like, "Who are you talking to at three in the morning?" And that commercial blew up, became super popular, and they decided to make that, you know, what they used going forward. But they wanted to use a an established actor for the Jake, so they just changed him to someone else. It's always been. The you black sure guy. this isn't like a Mandela effect thing here? I I think no. It is. I'm fairly confident. I we are. I, I still stand by my statement. I think, I think Grandpa's having a stroke. Who here loves commercials? And how dare you question it? Just say it, dude. It's always been where, like, you're just kind of racist. You just reimagine it the way you think it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Ray, do you smell toast? <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're saying that there is a Jake from State Farm before the one who's in the commercials with Patrick Mahomes and. Aaron Rodgers and yeah, he's actually in the same. They appear in a commercial together when they changed over. Uh, the original Jake from State Farm guy wasn't an actor. That's right. There, there was a. So the Ray is correct. Okay, so the the original character of Jake from State Farm was played by. There Jake. you go. Okay. Let me let me give Grandpa some vindications. Are you smelling toast though? That's no. fine. That's fine. Anyways, uh, the character was played by Jake Stone, a real State Farm employee. Stone won an internal casting competition to land the part of a customer care agent. He was essentially playing himself, but proved the perfect foil to the hysteria on the other end of the line. Huh. Okay. And then new guys neither funny nor like the side character he's just i mean the whole point was the people on the phone with him were the funny part of the commercial and then it cuts to him and he's like yeah i don't know what you guys problem is i'm just selling you insurance okay i i'll take your word for it i do not remember this Yeah, they, they. Okay. I'll drop an image in the group. I already chat. put it in. Did you? I put something. I have screen. I just took a picture of my screen. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put mine anyways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I vaguely remember that. I guess I didn't realize that was Jake from State Farm. Wait, did you seriously yeah. not know? No, I seriously did not know. I thought we were playing jokes on Grandpa here. <laughs> no. no. I'm, I'm you, like, Dylan. Fuck you. <laughs> seriously. I was like, oh, he's going to do a bit. We'll play along. No? All right. Fuck. No, that, that commercial was on so much. Yeah, the lady who, who like grabs the phone out of her husband's 
She's a uh, she sounds hideous. Yeah. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, gaggies. Yeah, didn't they do that with the black guy? Yes, no. they redid the they original redid commercial it. with him. Okay, was okay. At the Super Bowl. Fucking horrible. Okay. I... I, it, was I, an I, insult, I, it was an insult to that poor kid. I love that you well, have as much hatred for this movie too. as uh, that, that you are. Because there's, there's so few well-conceived good commercials that move their vehicle into the people's you know, line of sight and in their memory. And, you know, there was a class in college we had uh, the instructor asked, everyone know the My Baloney Has a First Name commercial? Yeah. The Oscar Mayer. Everybody knows it. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, raise your hand if you've seen it in the last year. Few people raised their hand. Raise it if you've seen it in the last five years. Few people. Ten years. Almost everybody. So that, that commercial hasn't aired for 12 years. But that's the power of commercials. It totally shapes your image of something. And it's something you never forget just because it's so easy to just jump in your, your thought process. And when a company like State Farm, they struck gold with that commercial. It ran like for six months. Just because they were casting the other guy to be Jake. Shit ran for like two years. Yeah, it was crazy. Huh. They're like, oh crap, we had no idea that this would work. But the idea that, you know, the husband's shopping for, you know, great car uh, insurance in the middle of the night and the wife thinks he's talking to a girlfriend and, you know, it's just this lowly you know, operator at State Farm on the other end. Hey, I mean, it totally works as a commercial. <laughs> yes. And I, I get where you're coming from, and I, I, I appreciate your love of commercials as well. Um, I just like um, I, I understand I'm very much alone in that. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, <laughs> Theo loves commercials. So... That doesn't make me feel any better. Uh, well, I mean, when he gets older, you you and he can watch commercials, uh, and he'll shout random non sequiturs about cake and penises, and you'll just be like, yeah, that's a shitty commercial. Yeah. I mean, I have some that I loathe. I have some that I love. I love the one... I, I love to hate the one where... The guy's like, Dodge is second to none. And by none, I mean Ford and Chevy. <laughs> so you're third? <laughs> I'm like, did you not even say that out loud before you filmed it? You know the answer. I do know the answer. Uh, okay, so... Uh... I have to talk about a parenting thing that happened. Oh, no. No, I was the good guy here. I was in the right. I did not do anything oh. wrong, and that's why I want to talk about this, because that never fucking happens. I'm never the right person. Liar. No, 
I am never I am legitimately never the person who does the right thing. I am usually the one who says absolutely the incorrect thing to either the either uh Kaya or Mara or the boy. And like I never I never say the right thing and I know this and I am kind of awful in that regard except for this time. I'm sitting in the living room and Nicole is talking to Maze. She is the cat that nobody likes. And yes, that does create the question, why do you keep a cat that no one likes? She gave birth to the three cats that we do like. <clears throat> well, three of the cats that we do like. Uh, and so, so she's grandmothered in? So her status as mother has kind of gotten her uh, a home. Okay. Because that's just how we are. Uh, but Nicole is in the kitchen and she's talking to her and she's like, fuck you, Maze, you goddamn whore. And then I hear Theo. Mama, what's a whore? <laughs> Does it know? And I was like, oh my God. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't fucking me. And so <clears throat> I am super, like, it's super conflicting because I'm like, I'm just so excited that it wasn't me for a change that said the thing that the boy's like, hey, what's this? repeating the, the word that he had just heard that I should not have said that he has now said. Uh, and I was like, Nicole fucking fix that now. <laughs> you dirty whore. <laughs> because like I say awful things and I know I say awful things, but I treat women with respect because I want the boy to treat women with respect. So I don't talk to women that way. Uh, and I am damn sure never calling like even in uh, even uh, the closest I come in joking is if Nicole and I are by ourselves, I will occasionally thank you, Ray, call her whore. What? How dare you? Right. That's the extent. That's the extent of how far that goes. But like, I'm not going to do that in ever in front of the kids because I'm not going to see them. I, I'm not going to have them see me talk to their mother that way. Because okay. I I don't want them to talk to their mother that way, and I don't want them to think that it's appropriate that they talk to any sort of significant other in in that kind of a fashion. Okay, now, th I say that Aaron in Walmart. Now that said, that doesn't make me saying it to Nicole, even when it's just the two of us, necessarily okay. But that's the relationship she and I have. We've been together almost twenty five years. We say weird shit to each other. Yes. So I hear her immediately shift into, and I cannot go through everything that she did, but she immediately shifts into, okay, so what I just said is not a word you should ever repeat. And he's like, okay, but what is it? And she's, she's now trying to evade giving him a straight answer to the word that she just said while at the same time trying to get him to understand that it's a word that he should not say and that it's not okay to say and that she shouldn't have said it in the first place. And then yesterday, I'm trying to fill the girls in on what had happened because they had not heard about this event uh, because they both started to, started to develop social lives and are not around all the time, which sure I don't understand. I'm struggling to get used to. Um, and so I, I'm trying to fill them in on what's going on. And I was like, yeah, your mom, uh, she taught your brother a new word. 
And Kylie's like, what was that? And I was like, it's a word. It's a derogatory term for women, usually. Uh, and it starts with W. And she's like, wait, is the second letter an H? Yes. Yes, it is. And she's like, mom said this? She's like, who did she say it to? I was like, she was talking to Maze. She's like, oh, well, that makes sense then. And the boy is in the room, which is why I didn't spell the word out or say it. Uh huh. And he's like, hey, I forgot the word. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. That doesn't mean I'm going to say it. Uh, and also, I, I know him. He's just going to randomly remember it at some point. He's going to be at school or the doctor or with... In the line at the bank. Or with my mom or with Nicole's mom. Like, it isn't like he's going to remember this at the absolute worst possible time. Yes. Because uh, that's how kids are. Uh, and I am waiting for that moment because when he remembers it, I am going to immediately point my finger at Nicole. That's where he learned it. <laughs> because I don't get to do that shit very often. Because it's usually me that he learns the awful thing from. Um, Karen taught the watch girl him forget the word, and then you, the one that says it next for some dumb reason. Oh man, and it's right back on you. So I well, would not have that. Uh, it'll probably be a fight between you and her. Nicole. You'll say, "Well, I didn't teach the boy how to say ooh or uh, whore." He's like, "What?" Oh, and then uh, I mean, now the flip side of that, he is learning. He has learned way more about the yakuza than uh, than most adults know. I was going to say, he'll just blame it on the Yakuza. Like, he, he does know a considerable amount of the Yakuza and a very specific section of Tokyo. <laughs> As because, you do. Because it's featured in every Yakuza game and also a completely separate series called Judgment that's set in the same part of Tokyo. Well, all right. Because I've been playing that game, and uh, that game is ridiculous. I'm going to send you guys a completely out-of-context screenshot that I took from that game. Uh, let me find it. It's so stupid. Uh, there's these three sort of sub-cases that you can pick up during the game where you have to deal with this group called the Twisted Trio. Uh, and you, the character in this game is not Yakuza, but he is Yakuza adjacent. Uh, he is a former attorney who sort of lost his law license after his uh, client got off of uh, being charged with murder and uh, ended up going home and, like, murdering the shit out of his girlfriend. Oh. Uh, and so he were, he just works as a PI now. Okay. And so one of the subcases, like these, you can pick up these three subcases where you're dealing with the twisted, the twisted trio. And to give you context, the first guy in the twisted trio that you deal with is called the panty professor. Uh, and when you finally catch up with this dude, it's on a rooftop and he's just kind of dragging these panties back and forth under his nose, sniffing them. Uh, respect in women. Now, for what it's worth, the panties that he's sniffing were plant 
were planted by the PI, so they were kind of essentially his panties, which creates this whole weirdness. As one kind would of? expect. Uh, nothing weird there. And then the second person that you face from the Twisted Trio is called Ass Ketchum. Wow. Yes, like Ash Ketchum. Uh, and his thing yeah. is like public, is like groping people in public. Uh, he feels their bottom and then based off of his, based off of what he feels, <coughs> he will then tell that person what sport they should play and uh like different things that they could do to enhance their performance and in said sport uh when you finally face him he he makes some uh, some very off-color commentary uh and then there's the third guy that you face and he's he is just as bad uh he watches people have extramarital affairs and then rates them based off their the sin he perceives okay yeah uh so it's it's probably it's wild and weird and uh and so a lot of the games that i play now like have lots of text on screen and 90 percent of the time i will use that with the boy and he will just he'll read the words out loud off of the screen so it's a it's a reading exercise for him which is normally not a problem it is with any of the games in the Yakuza series or Yakuza adjacent. And so I'm just like blasting through the conversations because he's like, you're going too fast for me to read, Dad. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, mainly because I don't need him reading this shit out loud. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm wound up. I'm sorry, guys. It's uh, the past couple of days have been rough. Uh, I told you guys about some of yesterday and what, yeah. what had been going on. So it's just I, I'm I'm wound a little tight today. So I apologize for that. You're fine. Well, I, just, I looked at the time. I'm like, it's 9.30. I don't know when I shut up, but I, I think Dylan has only said, I'm here. Well, Man. other than the fact that we were gaslighting Grandpa, but yeah, turns out that was a gaslight and gaslight because there wasn't even actual gaslighting. Motherfuckers. I mean, for what yeah. it's worth, we don't have to, we don't have to gaslight Grandpa. He just forgets shit. Yeah. Yet I was the one bringing up something no one else knew. No, that's the point. I knew it. I thought. We well, I get your point. We said the only one that knew it. I think three of us knew it right away. Chad was literally just not playing along like I thought he was. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. No, I, I legitimately thought that there was just one from Jake from State Farm. Like, I vaguely remember the other guy, and I just figured that he had a different name. Well, you thought wrong. I clearly do not pay attention to uh, commercials as much as Raymond. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, there's that. 
Probably. Oh, okay. So my mom was so out of it. This is ridiculous. And uh, we've been having fun with it. My mom was so out of it the other day when uh, I stopped to see her. She's talking about the kids. And she's like, so, you know, I look at Mara. She's absolutely your kid. Uh, already starting well. Okay. Go on. Yeah, that was pretty much the extent of it. Like, she's like, yeah, we know Mara's yours. Okay, I mean that's one of three. What are we? Were saying? the other ones like, like? Were the other ones in question? I'm like, what do you? What do you? I didn't say this, but it's like, what the fuck are you saying about the other two? Uh, and I didn't ask her to elaborate because things have been challenging. Um, super, super challenging. Does Does your mom think that you, you've got some sort of like? No, no, I, I, I honestly don't okay. think she even realizes what she said or that she said what she said in the way she said it. Uh, okay. Like, she, it's so weird. I, I'm, I'm not going to dig too deep into this because some of it's, yeah, some, it, it, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about some of it off air. Um, it's like it's, it's just been weird and challenging. Um, the past couple days like yesterday yesterday like my stomach still hurts from yesterday okay um I see that and then you know today was today was not a whole lot better Where i mean i i didn't have the same expectation when i went over of what i was gonna find but uh I don't know that that makes it actually a better situation. No. And I can't try and raise any concerns because those just get immediately brushed off. Huh. So, yeah, good times. Uh, um, yeah, it's October. Uh, do we have anything coming? Anything common? Yeah. Uh, when? I don't what? know. I, I I'm just trying to put people on the spot to see if we've uh, if anybody's willing to pull the trigger on saying we're doing something in the near future. It doesn't seem like that's the case, so uh, I'll try again next I week. Think the, I think the only thing we have ready is the book. Uh, there is that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds did, about right. Did the uh, did the Indians lose? Guardians lose. Guardians did lose. Yes, they did. Yes. My friend posted on Facebook. They should have gotten the live chicken, which is just an awesome callback. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> That's... Yeah, I feel they kind of screwed them over to return there. It's like. New York had a worse bullpen, so they postponed the game because of rain. But they also waited several hours to do that. Like, it's, I don't know. It's like anytime there was a scheduling or any type of other issue, Guardians got the short end of it. I don't think it would have changed it, but it's just poopy. 
All right. I'm ready to roll some dice. I am as well. Um, okay. Uh, anybody have any parting thoughts? Uh, new Slipknot album is out and it's amazing. Okay. New, okay. New episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. All is right. that finally out? Yeah, the first couple. They're coming out every Tuesday, but like there's four okay. out now, maybe. Okay. That's on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ray, any parting thoughts from you? It's okay if you don't Beef have Beef jerky. Indeed. Beef jerky. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I will offer this. Uh, if you are, if you follow Critical Role at all uh, for Campaign 3 and are not current, get current because the last couple of episodes have been fucking amazing. Uh, and I'm curious to hear what other people think. So yeah, I'm I'm just struggling to want to get current since it was spoiled. Who dies? Uh, and that's where you and I differ because uh, I I read up on all of that beforehand because I don't care. Um, I don't care, and I don't mind knowing ahead of time. And honestly, uh, the journey that they go on afterwards is really kind of amazing. Yeah, but that was like my favorite character. Uh huh. And the journey they go on to unfuck that is kind of amazing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, like the last episode uh, featured, and this this doesn't spoil anything. Uh, it, it, not anything that is of consequence. Features a showdown with Delilah Briarwood. Interesting. And it's really fucking cool. Okay. If it goes the way I'm assuming, uh, they should really forego playing Warlocks on Critical Role. Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, it, it, secondary to that, uh, they've really uh, they've i i don't even know how to describe it like with what they've done with this whole sub arc of trying to fix it yeah uh has been just wild uh it has so far featured three characters from campaign one player characters or Player, NPCs. player characters who are now NPCs. Oh, okay. Or no, well, I would uh, imagine. I would imagine uh, four. I'm Keyleth, Keyleth, Vexalia, and Percy are. Yes, three of them. Yes, and uh, the fourth one, uh, she's a bit short. Huh. Well, that would make sense if they need a resurrection. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of wild the way that that has been handled and just everything that they have gone through to to fix it has really, uh, it's just been amazing. The And the last episode, uh, 
there was a point at which, uh, and I, Chad, I know you know, uh, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like spoil it, spoil it. Uh, but there comes a point where uh, Matt gets out of the DM chair and brings the uh, the dead player characters, uh, the dead player mm-hmm. into his seat briefly for an exchange mm-hmm. with the other players <laughs> in character. Interesting. Um, yeah, because it was a whole lot, you know, is she close to like, can I, can I see them? Can I talk to them? And they, they have their moment where they, where he's like, he's like, you know what? And then he calls the person over who had no idea what was going on and looks absolutely confused. Uh, and then they sit in his chair and he's like, we've gone off the rails. Uh, and then starts, pro- he's, he's providing like narration to the person who's in his chair. Uh, and then there's, they get to have a brief exchange with the party and like, it was cool and meaningful. And, uh, it was like just the whole, the whole thing was kind of awesome and emotional. Uh, Hmm. it was just, it's just really like the whole, the whole way it played out was just kind of wild and unconventional. Uh, and I, maybe that's why I like campaign three so much because there's just so much going on. That's like unconventional play. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so if you have not ever checked out critical role, uh, campaign threes, they're, they've just, yes, they're a year in, but it's only like 30 some episodes. Yes. That's like 200 hours or whatever. Uh, but absolutely worth it. Uh, and then I saw today that in November and December, uh, they're doing two parts of a two-part thing featuring the Mighty Nine. Uh, set several right, months. Going to be in theaters. Yes, uh, it's. I, I think it's called Unfinished Business. Uh, is what they're calling it, and it's set several months after the the end of the campaign. So. Um, we mentioned She-Hulk earlier, but we didn't really talk about the, uh, finale. Oh my God. Um, So good. I, I loved it, but I just want to point out one thing I saw. I saw a video where somebody was saying that that finale of her leaving her show, show universe and entering quote unquote, our universe where Kevin Feige is not Kevin Feige, but a machine that isn't necessarily our universe. That could possibly be the universe in which Gwendolyn Poole resides because she knows comics exist. And then she would come into like where She-Hulk is, where the rest of the MCU is and be very much Gwenpool and be able to yeah. just dismiss everything in uh, in the movies and shows because she knows it's all fake, and that's pretty much Gwenpool's real power, I guess. I but I, I just th- thought that was an interesting take on that. I thought the whole thing was brilliant. I thought it was funny. I like uh, we're She-Hulk. I'm She-Hulk. I smashed this and this, and sometimes met Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It was it was so great. But no, sorry. 
and, and her kind of demand when he's like, so what would you, what would you have your finale? She's like, I, you know, I wouldn't mind Matt Murdock coming back. Well, we are. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, Chad is. Was there a new episode quite, of Andor today? Probably. I didn't, I didn't see if, uh, if the last one was the last episode or what? No idea. Um, all right. Um, yeah, it looks like there is one. Cool. Uh, we've gone ridiculously long. Uh, anybody have anything else they want to say before I shut shit down? I have to pee. There you go. Man got an old man. Old man got an old man. Uh, I, I ran, I ran, I, I can't. I can't really make too much fun of him because I ran off like 15 minutes ago to pee. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, be excellent to each other. Uh, don't be dicks. Uh, I don't know. Something, something. Fuck the NRA. Uh, find a way to roll dice. Indeed. Find, Get into role playing. Find a Great way to hobby. roll dice. Yes. It, it, yeah. Uh, role playing is great. Uh, rolling dice in bed, not so much. Just putting that out there. Uh, just a thing to think about. Because a D4 mm. in your ass doesn't feel as good as you think it's gonna. Uh, and that's something for everybody to think about. So be excellent to each other, everybody. And don't uh, poke yourself in the butt cheek with a D4. Bye, we'll be back D4. next week. At least he said cheek. Yeah, no, okay. I mean, it just goes right in the hole if you're <clears throat> doing it there. Uh, but that's really neither here nor there. Bye, everybody.